Fast and Furious to me is all about family. Anyone who likes the franchise would totally agree with me. I think we established that having a family in this world is pretty much being close to death. It really let me down. It made me sad. A little tear squirted out. Excuse my ignorance of Fast and Furious. Focho. 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 I'm surprised there wasn't a scene of him just shaving. They never even question it. Like there's she, a question mark. That doesn't matter. It that does is matter. the only scene where he has a mustache. I mean, you know. I think who, which one of us has actually made some money in the arts? Oh. oh. <laughs> this one isn't the best in the series. Which one is the best? The first one. The only agree. one that had a decent story was the first one. First one's better than this one. Oh yeah. It's a memorial shot of Paul Walker dying. I understand that the scene is there to actually pay homage to the actor Paul Walker for Paul, or in loving memory of Paul. That's fucked up. My mom might listen to this. Hold on, that guy's real name is Johnny Strong. 50 Randy Quaid. We'll start a family. 50 Randy Quaid. Is it supposed to be a surprise to the audience? Here at 50 Randy Quaid. Welcome to 50 Randy Quades. I am your host with the most Nicolas Cage movies. I am too humble Chuck Better. Sometimes also known as Chucky B. And with me, my two co-hosts. JT. Ten second man money. I mean car. Ten second car money. That's what I meant. <laughs> uh, I, yeah, sure. Whoops. And my second co-host or third. Uh, <laughs> Jay Biggs. And this is episode one hundred and twelve. The Fast and the Furious, the first one. We're gonna get fast, we're so gonna there's get a lot of furious, these we're gonna get fast, we're gonna get furious. Yeah, yeah, I got another song that comes up later. Which one's that? It's Murder! Oh, you'll, 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 uh, you'll know all about it once I talk about it. Okay. But uh, if you didn't know, we watched The Fast and the Furious. If you have any questions or comments, you can go to 50readyquays.com and let us know what the fuck is up and please i would love for you to visit us at any avenue that you're aware of contacting us and let us know what the fuck is up i'm dying to know i've been dying to know yeah this you know this is like what six years of uh 50 randy quaid's been going strong going hard and strong we're over 100 now we're in the triple digs so check it we've watched 
five now. Five Fast and the Furious movies. I've still only seen two Fast and Furious movies total. The last one made and the first one made. That's what I... So Hobbs and Shaw? Yes. And I had seen this one before this episode. Like, I'd seen Fast and Furious 1 in the past. It'd been a long fucking time. Not me. And I saw Hobbs and Shaw. So I'm missing a whole lot of shit in between. But you have seen now five of the, what are there, eight, nine? Yeah, I don't know. A lot. I know the newest newest one, which hasn't come out in theaters yet, has John Cena. I'm sure I'll end up seeing that. You won't see him. Who? John Cena. You can't. I mean, yes, I've never seen him before. I don't even know what to look for. Yeah, he's elusive. Wow. And uh, with that, we're going to introduce all of our wonderful listeners to the first of its kind. The trailer for The Fast and the Furious. The Fast and the Furious. But if you win, you get her too. What the hell was that all about? A business deal that went sour. Plus, I made the mistake of sleeping with his sister. In the driver's seat again. That is accurate this time. We're absolutely in the driver's seat. And if you're new to the show, I just want to let you know that we talk about... And we love you. So we're going to give you a warning. And, and, uh, you know, it's it's because we, you know, we, we think that we're nice people. Well... We hope. No, there's. I think that's we better. Hope. I think we hope that we're nice people. And I hope that's enough. I mean... I know I'm too humble. So hum- so but, humble. But anyway, here's this little three seconds. We'll give it to you. You'll cherish it. 
And then anything can And this happen. is your only, your only I mean, warning. In, in realms of what we'll say. It's the only time we're going to warn you about this it. Movie. We're going to throw it at you right now. We're going to give you a countdown now. We're going to count it down from three to one. Then we're going to spoil the shit out of this movie. I'm going to take over the reins of counting this week. I'm feeling like I practice my counting enough to feel comfortable. I know that you've got it unlocked normally, but let me count it down. And I'd like you to spoil it for us if you don't mind this week. Oh, I always spoil things. No, but I want you to give me the, the quick spoil. You know, the quick draw McGraw that we do right out the bat. At, oh, here yeah. we go. Here's the countdown. In three, two, one. So, bam, this guy, Paul Walker, he's a cop. And he lets Dom go at the end of the movie. This guy who's uh, a pretty big uh, criminal. And he's running this criminal... The heists on these trucks. And he says, you know what, Dom? Your family. Why don't you go? I fuck your sister. Peace. All right. So here's all right, here's one thing I know about the Fast and Furious franchise. Through all y'all motherfuckers. It's all about that family. But this movie, I think, doesn't really... That's not what this movie's about. Uh, I bet it's about differ. It's about Paul Walker learning that family is more important paul walker but they don't make no i don't think they make such a big deal he's just like shit i didn't he's like okay this is my job right i won't be a cop i'm i'm loving being a cop i'm a good old boy paul walker and i'm just gonna terribly act like a guy who's gonna be you know what though this might have been his best acting and i'm gonna go ahead and say the same thing for vin diesel for me i loved vin in this movie and i don't like i was pleasantly surprised by how much i enjoyed vin diesel in this movie honestly i really liked him in this movie do you like cars i hated paul walker in this movie because he's one of the worst fucking actors that i've ever seen in my life get the kind of movie roles that he got do you like tits and ass consistently well it's funny because like i just think the character's garbage because he's just like oh i'm a cop and then he's like oh i go in there and he's like man i really like this dom guy he seems like a good guy he seems like he's on level i mean you know he's, he's telling me some shit and then like his sister's really hot and she likes me and i'm like i could totally fuck her and then it's just like oh shit man like this is actually pretty cool i like doing this shit and hanging out with these people except for that vince guy doesn't like me keeps on calling me a fuck cop it's not like i actually am a cop I mean, maybe I am. Who cares? It's my job. Maybe that's part of my problem where I say this isn't about family because they're trying to make it about the character that Paul Walker's playing, learning that some things are bigger than the law, such as family. But Paul Walker is such a bad actor that he completely ruins the aspect of the character learning that, feeling that, being torn between his his civic duty that he's chosen to take on and his feelings for a hot Mia and then eventually afterwards the brotherhood that he forms with Dom like he's just such a bad actor I think he just likes being a criminal I'm sure that thrill is part of it you could tell from the beginning he's getting off by getting in that car like he loves being behind the wheel of that car more than he loves anything in the world Except for, Except maybe, for Mia. maybe Mia. Because he gets nuts in that car. What? He gets nuts in that car. Like, he goes as far as Dom does, and Dom was basically, like, suicidal at the end of the movie. Yeah, I mean, I got things to say about that in this movie. I wasn't going to say anything more right now, so we'll get to it. I'm a big fanboy. I own all the movies. I love them. I guess, spoiler, the ending of this movie is fucking trash. Oh, it's so bad. 
<laughs> After such a promising start, too. But we'll get to that in a moment. I say so. Uh, Fast and the Furious number one is a action crime thriller and PG thirteen for some violence, sexual contact, content, and language. Uh, I wouldn't really say there's even that much language. I in don't this movie. recall there being one curse. Nothing as far as a bitch, shit, or fuck. I went so far as I was kind of watching the credits at the end, the Ja Rule track playing, they straight up edit out the phrase, fuck you, in a song. Or they edit out the fuck. You can hear the you. It's obvious what he's supposed to be saying, but this was an avoid the F word kind of movie. Which I think is kind of weird. I think this could have been better had it been a rated R movie. I don't mind that they went PG-13 for the reasons which is we want to get as many eyes on these cars as possible and 13 year olds and other teenagers are a big factor in terms of making the kind of money they made but it would have been a better story rated r and you could go a little bit further with everything yeah i would agree but that's just the personal Uh, taste um it was awesome a lot of a lot of intoxicating variables in there this movie was uh released june 22nd 2001 so almost 20 years ago, we've had almost 20 years of the Fast and the Furious franchise in our lives. And it's been killing it from the outset because it made its estimated budget back and then some on its debut weekend at number one. Oh, yeah. It's $38 million estimated budget coming in when they made that $40 million bucks, like you just said. That's disgusting. No, let's think about how disgusting it is. What was the budget on the last uh fast and furious movie 238 million (laughs) right like so you start out and that's a 38 million is not a cheap movie but it's not a super expensive movie either and it pulled in we'll talk about that when we talk about this competition in a moment dr fucking doolittle coming in at number two 15 million less on a debut weekend as well coming in at 25 million dollars was that the eddie which is which is good, good money. Is that Eddie Murphy on your debut weekend? Do you, do you, I think that was the Eddie Murphy Doctor Doolittle? God, God, had to be. Got to be. It's two thousand one, right? It is. And then number three, Laura Croft, Tomb Raider, nineteen point seven million in its second. Is week. Laura Croft, Laura Croft's aunt? Huh? Nothing. Laura Croft pulled in almost twenty million in its second week. I wonder what it did in its first week. I'm sure it did pretty well. Don't Angelina know. Jolie, big uh, name. number four. Atlantis, The Lost Empire, $12.5 million in its third week. I think that's a DreamWorks animated one. And then we're going in the Wayback Machine. Oh, Number five, Shrek, $10.4 million in its sixth Damn, week. Shrek. I mean, that was a big hit, though. Yeah, making big money. So, yeah, The Fast and the Furious uh, domestically, you know, $144.5 million dollars. And damn near seventy million in all foreign lands. It's sixty-nine point nine million dollars. Knowing how the money flows in later, and I'm sure this is just a testament to cinema marketing and a whole bunch of other factors too. But I was surprised to see the domestic bring in so much more than the foreign here. Like it doubled it, more than doubled it. Yeah. Well, I mean, this isn't a traditional action movie. It's definitely not. And I know the series picks up later in four i'm guessing tokyo drift which was what the third one in the series had a lot to do with that if not already by the second one i literally have no idea (laughs) i'm pretty sure and maybe some of those facts are uh on our tokyo drift episode i'll guarantee you that those facts are there if you want to hear about its budget it's talked about yeah yeah 
I mean, we talked about budget. Well, we try to talk about everything. You know, we mean to at least. That was a season four episode. I can give you that much off the top of my head. Season four, because it was you know the story was in Tokyo. Um, but uh, yeah, so this movie profited one hundred and seventy six point four million dollars. Pretty fucking a whopping good. profit. This is what I'm seeing here. That's accurate. Yeah, that's it's accurate. It's it's simply huge. This is a second of uh, Rob Cohen double pack. I, I want to think Seth Cohen and I want to think Rob Zombie when I hear that name about to be said for some reason. And a whole slew of people had their hands in the storybook writing of this. Storyboard, story, whatever. Screenplay. I think that's what it is. Screenplay. So there's three writers for the screenplay. We got Gary Scott Thompson. Michael Eric Scott Thompson. Bergquest. And David Ayer. But we know, we all know, R.I.P. Paul Walker is in this movie. Apparently his name is Brian O'Connor or Brian Earl... Serial killer name. Still, Stillner or something? Spillner. Either way, it was his fake, it was his fake undercover Spillner. name. Spillner. And Vin Diesel playing good old Dominic Toretto. Dom! Ayo, Dom! And then there's Michelle Rodriguez, who is Letty. She was not very good at acting in this either. No, yeah, I'd agree with you there. There's just, like, not a lot of good acting across the board. Well, speaking of Jordana Brewster is Mia Toretto. I usually like her. I didn't think she was particularly great in this either. Like, I think a lot of people were just like, this is a turd, so fuck it. And then it ended up being a massive hit. Uh, Rick Yoon playing Johnny Tran. And Chad Lindbergh is Jesse. Poor Jesse, my little boy Jesse. Oh, yeah, man. He gets gunned down. Honestly, I didn't really like him movie. anyway, so I didn't care. Uh, Johnny Strong is Leon. Hold on. That guy's real and name is Johnny Strong? Oh, my yeah. God. Matt Schultz is Vince. That guy fucking really sucked as an actor. And then there's the best one of them all. Ja Rule. Is it's that murder, murder, murder. It's in, like, one scene. Please believe. Maybe. Murder, murder, murder. God, I hate Ja-Rule. He got way less screen time than I was hoping he would get once I saw him. I was like, oh, shit, it's Ja Rule. And then, like, he was gone for the most part. Yeah, yeah. I was expecting him to get a lot more screen time. He got a lot of soundtrack time. Closing credit music. And I think at least two song drops during the soundtrack. Which, by the way, this soundtrack for this movie was absolute bullshit and garbage. And made it... It's understandable for what they were... There's so many things about this movie I get why they did it for the audience they were shooting for but i'm not that audience so i fucking was just like i hate i hate it all it makes my goddamn skin crawl outside of the heist the action shit was cool i guess so the imdb breakdown of the fast and the furious is as follows the Los Angeles police officer Brian O'Connor, he must decide where his loyalty really lies when he becomes enamored with the street racing world and he's been sent underground to destroy it. He was undercover underground street racing. Yeah. You know that's right. Far undercover, far under the ground. He was under anything you could imagine him to be under. He's under it. Yeah. He was so under it, he was on the other side of the world. Yep. He came out on top Above somehow. It. That's that's what Paul Walker does. Somehow comes out on top. I'd yep. say that's not entirely true, but okay. <laughs> hey, came out on top in this movie. Walked away with Dominic's fucking respect and his family and 
His sister. I had to stop myself right there from making a very disrespectful Paul Walker joke. Because while I will shit upon his acting abilities, I feel it crass to make a joke about the moment of his death. But God damn it, it was I, it was good. Listeners, I'll let you at home just imagine in your head how offensive that joke would have been. And yes, it was that offensive. I'm trying to be a better man, Chuck. Try to be a better man. So this movie opens up with a pretty fucking cool heist uh, with Dominic's team taking down a fucking semi. We don't know that it's Dominic's team. In fact, like the whole movie, you're kind of led to believe that it's not Dominic's team, that Dom's a good guy. But you know what? All these people are fucking criminals. They're all pieces of shit. And Paul Walker is just like, man, I want to be a piece of shit, too. I like y'all. Y'all are some good people. He falls in love with Mia is what really draws him in to begin with. Bravado against Vince and trying to prove that he's an alpha male is what kind of made him stick around too. And the curiosity about Dom. Plus he is actually investigating them. But then he's got that moment in the garage with Dom where he talks about how his dad died. Dom does. In the race. And he watched him burn alive. And he was screaming the whole time. And he's scared of this car that's in the garage. You know, it's probably the only thing that scares him. And that's where I think Paul Walker really goes like, I get this motherfucker. And I understand why, even if he is pulling these heists, why he's doing what he's doing. And yeah, I kind of want to be a criminal now too, is how what we get to in the end. But that opening heist was really good. It had me sucked in. Yeah, it definitely had me sucked in. I was like, all right, this movie could be pretty good, right? And then, like, Paul's fighting Dom's family, and there's this sweet song playing. It's like, yo, watch your back. What, what, watch your back. Watch your back. What, what, watch your back. And I was just like, I got to write this down because this is fucking god awful. Okay, so I don't know if it was that song or one that just sounded kind of like it, but at one point I wrote, you remember the song, the band Crazy Town? They had a song like, Come, nope. my lady. Come, come, my lady. You remember that song at all? I because man, they were bad to begin with, and I was like, "Well, whatever this is, is a worse version of that." And I was like, "I can't wait until Limp Biscuit shows up." Like just kind of jokingly. Well, wouldn't you believe it when they show up to race the first night? Rolling by Limp Biscuit hits, so it was right in that cut. Like the soundtrack, I can't, I can't overstate how fucking terrible the soundtrack was. And the score that they made, like the opening score over the heist sounded like a ripoff of Mission Impossible. It was fine, but... So they do show you right off the bat that Dom has connections, though, to the underground uh, race scene by calling that store right away and getting, like, like, threatening to get Paul fired from his job, his undercover job. And so he goes to the race place and... Um, well, let's not forget the reason that he called to do that is he got in a fist fight with good old Vince outside of the well, shop. Yeah, that's what yeah. I was saying. He was fighting with Dom's family. But let's not forget as part of that when Vince dropped a hard F on Paul Walker and it was like nothing. Oh, yeah. Well, I mean, this was the early 2000s. I know, but it still catches me so off guard they say when it I psych. hear that. No, they don't. The show's psych when I watch no, it. No, the F-bomb? I've definitely I don't think heard so. it. Yeah, I think I've heard faggy. That's different, and I'm not excusing that either, but that's different than the way Vince says it here. But, I, no, Faggy's not good either, but I'm, that's why I say a hard F. Yeah. <laughs> a hard F. Or what was written on Jack's locker is a hard F as well. I guess I shouldn't... 
Let's not split hairs. It's all bad. Shame on you, psych. So uh, Paul puts his... Uh, Paul's like, all right, I'm just going to show up this fucking race then. You, you're going to tell me not to come here and hit on your sister and fucking eat these terrible tuna sandwiches? I'm fucking going to come here and fucking race. I'm going to put my whip on the line and I'm going to fucking I'm gonna win all y'all's money and you guys are just going to bring me into the Oh, he crew. says more importantly than the money, I'm going to get your respect. And that's when they all laugh at him. Like, even if you get our money, you ain't getting our respect, you punk ass bitch. Shit goes terribly wrong for him and he does not win. He loses his car. Fucking Cops show up, though, and everybody has to fucking get the fuck out of there. Fucking Dom ends up getting picked up by fucking Paul, because Paul's like, Get in, I'll save you, brother. You're like a brother to me. We'll start a family, me and your sister. That is, if you let me come in, and we'll just kind of, like, all be together like one big family. And then Dom's like, Family. <laughs> and then they fucking drive away. Family. Then these fucking other guys come up on bikes. And they're with, like, uh, Johnny Tran's crew, and they're like, yo, follow us. So they come there, and they're like, yo, some shit ain't right. Uh, they're talking about some other race, like race wars or something, which happens later in the it's movie. It's out in the desert, baby. And then they fucking, they fucking light up his car, and they're like, blah, 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 blah. Well, it doesn't matter, because as it turns out, that car is on the government's dime anyway, and what I want to know is, ADK. like, it seemed it seemed obvious to me from the start, like, the way they showed him. Those are our hard-earned tax dollars at work, buying these cars that get blown up by fucking Johnny Tran's crew. This is bullshit. No, like, were we supposed to not think that he was a cop from the start? Like, when they revealed he was a cop, was it supposed to be a surprise to the audience? Because from the beginning. I don't okay, think so. Okay, I was hoping not, because they didn't really say it from the outset, but I'm like, how am I supposed to believe he's just buying this car and putting this shit together and doing all this shit? And I, I just... Because then they revealed it like it's supposed to be this, like, oh shit, he's a cop, because he gets arrested, and then, oh wait, but he's not arrested, they're taking him to the secret meeting house, and whatever the fuck. I'm like, okay, that's fine. But that's where they kind of started to lose me, is after that, oh, that race, the way that they showed the cars moving, the perspective of and on the drivers going through the inner mechanics of the cars. I was like, if it keeps going like this, like shit, this is better than I remember it being. But right after this scene, it's right after the arrest, right after that chase for me is when, ah, actually maybe right after they blow up the car. Cause then I'm like, ah, you kind of lose me now and I don't care anymore for a long time. Cause the car action kind of goes away. I mean, I, th I figured there'd be more car action. So did I. It, I guess it's car porn in the way that you still get to see a bunch of really awesome looking cars. And if you know about cars, maybe it means more to you. But I thought Race Wars was going to be awesome. Race Wars was lame as fuck in terms of what they gave us from the racing. Well, it's because we didn't really get shit to see. We didn't. I thought we were going to see more like the individual races and shit like that. And really, what did we see? We saw Letty smoke some fucking dude. And we saw Jesse lose to fucking Johnny Tran. And that's what it ended up being about was jesse running away which is why he got murdered by johnny tran later like it, that race sets off a whole chain of events that lead to the stupid end of this fucking movie and it might have also just kind of been like a fucking uh alibi for dom's crew to uh for when they pull that heist I on shotgun i feel like the stuff. heist was a last second decision 
uh, I, I might have missed something and maybe it wasn't, but they do it so much differently than they show the other heists. They're not all wearing masks. They're doing it during daylight. Like, it felt rushed and sloppy, unlike all their other shit. So, I feel like that was just kind of like, we got this opportunity, let's go for it. But I could be wrong. I might have missed something. I just thought it was a sloppy fucking heist for a group of people who've been killing it, supposedly, for months. Uh, so, after after that car gets blown up, after Paul's, Paul's car gets blown up, and him and Dom gotta, like, get a cab back to the clubhouse or something, fucking Dom brings him there. Uh, Mia is definitely like, hey, we should go fuck. That's not what she says. <laughs> they, I mean, no, they, they end up like, doing She's definitely that, got the hots for not that night. So then they reveal that, like you're saying, that Paul is a police officer. Uh, Vince immediately doesn't fucking trust him. Vince is, despite the sh- being a shitty actor and a terrible character on top of... But he's smart, though, because he sees that. Because Paul is clearly a cop. It's so odd. Like, how Dom doesn't fucking see it, I'll never understand. Like, he's clearly a cop. Oh, yeah, most definitely. It's almost like he's got, like, his badge tattooed on his arm or something. He just shows up out of nowhere with the fucking crazy, super expensive car that he doesn't know how to race. And just... And it's funny how he's like, he's like, yeah, you can look someone up on the internet. You can find anything. It's like, oh, yeah, well, you didn't find out that I was a cop. Well, you can plant anything, too, if you're in a position you, of power. You found out exactly what I wanted you to well, find th- All right, out. so, okay, what's his proof? That he helped him get away from the cops when everyone else ran? Yeah, well, maybe being a cop makes it easy to get away from the cops. So that shouldn't be a test for whether or not you trust somebody. Yeah. I don't know. Stupid. Stupid, stupid. So, well, he starts hanging out with them more. And they they show more of, like, that family aspect, though, with all of them hanging out at, like, I don't know, is that Dom's house Yeah, or they something? have a barbecue and shit. And even Vince. Dom and Mia's house? Yeah. I live my life a quarter mile at a time. As he drops that yeah. information on him, really bonding with him. Because, yeah, it's a barbecue over at Dom's place. It's where they talk about the, the car and shit and his dad dying. Like, Well, like, at the at one of these barbecues throughout like this little barbecue montage um him and paul and mia are fucking like doing the dishes together uh vince comes in there and he's like supposed to be drunk trying to make popcorn hits the microwave it's not working mia's all like oh what's that place you want to take me out to and he's all like he gets he gets like serious and she's like yeah that's the place and uh he's like yeah you can take me out and she turns around and she's like looking right at paul and she goes up and she's being all lovey lovey with paul and fucking vince is getting all pissed off and i was like i was kind of fucking cold but she reveals that vince has been hanging around and he says they've used since like third grade and i bet he's been that same creepy kind of perv towards her since probably fourth grade so i'd imagine that's nothing new that she's done to him before he's just gonna keep trying until he wears her down is his perspective but she ain't having it. So she slapped him down. But that's when she does sleep with a good old Paul Walker is when they go on the date to cha-cha-chas. Oh, definitely. But that's when the cops also call him in the middle of the night when she's laying in his bed. So that's not good. But she still doesn't pick up on it. Although, I guess what is there to pick up on? All right. If I'm laying next to someone, it's whatever. Two, three in the morning, right? We're both sleeping. Boom, phone call wakes him up. They're like, hello. It's silent for as long as it takes or whatever the other end says the only thing i hear is a yeah then they hang up the phone 
I'm wondering what that fucking phone call was. Because it's late at well, night, and you got a one-word answer after you listened for, like, ten seconds? Well, yeah. I mean, it could have been simply, like, someone just being like, he is. He says it was wrong number, and it. it could Why did he say yeah before he hangs up on a wrong number? I'm not buying that. If I'm me, I'm not saying she. If if I'm in that reverse role and I'm laying there and I hear that shit, I'm like, you don't say yeah to a wrong number. You just go what the fuck, or you just hang up and say nothing, or you go no problem. Well, sometimes it's easier, so you so they know like if they dialed wrong or if they just like something like they gave you a wrong if someone apologizes for calling the wrong number my response is not yeah oh sorry wrong number yeah what i'd be like no problem (laughs) or it's okay or don't worry about it i realize what i'm saying there's there is the possibility that someone wouldn't suspect it i'm giving her a pass i'm saying me i'm a suspicious person she doesn't but she is the first person of the crew to find out when he walks up and he's like, your brother's about to be murdered by rogue truckers, so we need to go save him. I'm a cop. Yeah. Um, well, like, throughout the movie, they try to get you to suspect that Hector is the uh, the, the king of the bandits. Same thing with Tram. They even have a raid. And they Tram. They got a raid done on Tram's family home. Like, Paul Walker wants it to be anybody but dom's crew but he knows deep down it is dom's crew but he loves him and that's why he confronts dom and he's like dude i want in he's like i know you're not being able to fucking pay for everything selling fucking groceries and doing a couple of fucking body work things like i need in and dom's all like all right first you're gonna go race then we'll talk does he even race at race wars do not think no so. because not that we saw jesse takes off with the car that he lost to tran and then dom and tran have a fucking fist fight so there's probably no racing for any of them after that and then after that it gets to be night fucking dom and the crew take off fucking uh and then this is where they kind of be like they show you that dom and his crew are the bad guys they're the thieves and yeah because they're out there in in broad daylight not wearing masks just breaking into a truck that's driving down the road by surrounding it and shooting a fucking grappling hook through the windshield and putting a fucking like zip line to get on the truck but it's just insane yeah i feel like they had to have like why didn't they change up their style of doing it I mean, or change who they were, like, attack. Because, like, how long did you think these truckers were just going to let you do this? Right. And even changing up your style of doing it, the truckers are going to be shooting at anyone who's coming at them in any way if you're going to do it on the road yeah. like that. So, yeah, you find a different thing to hit. Like, okay, great. You're, you're great at driving cars. That's awesome. But you're also good at stealing shit, apparently. So just find a different way to steal shit for a while. Yeah. Or go somewhere else. Take the act on the road a little bit further from home where it's not truckers who have been getting hit up a whole lot recently. I'm sure there's chatter on the radio about these motherfuckers stealing your shit, but they're probably doing it in the same vicinity. Well, and that's the thing. They got an inside guy. That's right. Who's telling them what trucks that's to That's true. Hit. They do... They establish that like real like in the beginning of the movie or something. They don't really talk about that guy anymore. So I forgot about him or her. I guess I don't know who the contact but, is. I guess how hard would it be to figure out 
to get someone else. Yeah, just get another scout out there. Fucking, you can figure it out. That's the thing. You can figure it out. They've got the ability. If they had the ability to get it going in the first place, they got ability to get it going somewhere else. So you don't get fucking caught by the FBI or the LAPD or whoever the fuck. Yeah, fucking. So Paul has to blow his cover to save Vince, though. Once they get him off that, he's truck. in love with his family because now. Because he's he's like, dude, this guy's gonna fucking die if we don't get him fucking like a helicopter lifted out of here. Oh, Vince, Vince and, got fucked up in this scene, but Paul Walker put his fucking, life on the line for Vince. Yeah, Paul's like, all right, I gotta take this opportunity or this chance that. Dom's just not going to kill me right now if I do this. He just saved Vince's... And he fucking calls it in. He, all right, he put his life on the line by jumping over to that truck and pulling... I think Paul showed enough willingness to kill himself to save a guy that hated him from the beginning and wanted to kill him, probably, if he had to, that Dom was like, I'm pissed you're a fucking cop, but I owe you for Vince, so we're going to leave it at that for now. And that's pretty much like till we get to the race. Where I end, feel the movie should end. We get to the race. In the I end. feel that movie should have ended right there. I really like. It gives the cliffhanger more, as opposed to this bullshit ending where they don't really give you. You're anything. talking about cliffhanger. I. They just give you that. They just give you that. Paul Walker made. A I choice. don't think the idea here was necessarily that they were leaving a cliffhanger for a sequel. I'm sure they weren't ruling out a sequel, but I doubt there was a sequel in the plans that you would go with a cliffhanger. And I don't mind. And, and, and it became a huge franchise. Well, sure. And that's the problem. And Because I, I almost want to see the second one now to see how they address what Paul Walker just did. He just turned heel on the police department. Like, what are they going to do? What's he going to do? Is he just a full-time criminal now? Is he on the run? Like, how does he explain what fucking happened there? I'm sure they have some oh, bullshit just, reason in this. No he big just deal. says he just tells them what he told Dom. He's like, "Man, I owed him a ten second car." Yep, that's it. Explanation, no problem. Okay, Paul, welcome back to the force. Good job. See you next time. Ticker tape parade. Um, they're like, "Yeah, we got." Babe. I don't mind that fucking Tran and his boy come by. The guy who's wearing a snakeskin pants and they shoot Lenny or whoever. So I assume Vince is going to prison. He'd have to, wouldn't he? Wouldn't and Letty? I assume then Vince is just going to say, he's like, he's like, no, he's like, I did it alone. And they'll be like, dude, there's no way you did it alone. What about like, what about like Letty and Leon? Where did they go after the fucking heist? Because Letty was banged up know. too. Did she have to go to the hospital or did they take her to like a vet or something that they know? They just got the fuck out of there. So I have I, mean, no I would idea. think Vince would have to do time. They know he was involved in that fucking heist. Like, well, fuck Vince anyway. So yes. Yeah, no, I'm, I mean, it's interesting. And then we get... All right, my, I love the race at the end. The race to the train tracks. The sewers... I don't. I think it was stupid. That's why I love it. And it is stupid. It's absolutely stupid and cheesy and fucking ridiculous. You know how I, I think this movie should have ended? Dom gets hit by the train. Paul makes it over. Boom. That ends your series, obviously. But that makes this not a good movie, but a better movie for me. But that's not what happens. You know what made a better movie for me? They both hit the train. I'd be fine with that, too. Honestly, that would be better for me, too. Franchise done. Just cuts to Mia crying. Perfect. End credits. Ja Rule! <laughs> murder, murder, murder! I like this movie more just watching it by myself than I did after talking about it. I stopped enjoying it probably about like 35 minutes in. 
and I like it less after we talked about it for sure. Uh, so is there anything else that uh, you want to talk about this? No, movie? no, and I probably won't have a whole lot to say after I rate it either because we kind of covered it, but we'll see. Uh, IMDb gives this movie the Fast and the Furious number one. A 34 out of 50, Randy. Please believe it's murder, murder, murder. And if you're new to the show, one, thank you. Two, I love you. Three, we rate it on a scale of one to 50, Randy Quaid's. One is the lowest. 50 is the greatest. Anything in between is just anything in between. And uh, so we we all know now that IMDb gives this movie a 34 out of 50, Randy Quaid's. Why don't we start with uh, The Chocolate Factory? First one's like one of the best car driving movies ever. First one will get a 50 for sure. The only that we're about the scene and not about the family. <laughs> <laughs> definitely better back then when the scene was definitely like more alive than it is now. Oh, that's interesting. I'm completely surprised. And uh, JT? Well, listen, there's no way I'm going to give it a 50. Let's just be honest. I started out. When, when I was done watching it, thinking like, and I don't ever really solidify it till we come here to the rating, unless I objectively hated it or loved it. And this fell somewhere below the middle of that. I don't know, man. Like, the beginning, of, and my problem is, and maybe I'm why I'm rating it lower, the promise of the beginning was so awesome. That heist was cool as fuck. The first initial race that they had and the way that they shot it and filmed it and the cinematography, the colors. <laughs> I'm always stuck on the colors of these movies, apparently. But I was like, okay, this could at least, if not good at acting or complex on story, be visually fun to watch. But they lose that edge, too. Really, they show that in Race Wars when it's not about the race, really. Where, to me, in a movie about cars and racing, you're going to take me to an event called Race Wars... I want some nighttime racing like that first street race they had. And I want like a fucking tournament bracket like it's the Karate Kid and we're coming to a winner at the end. You know, like, but they just didn't deliver on that at all. It was disappointing. It sets up for a bunch of bullshit afterwards that ultimately, as we've covered, is stupid. I think they ended out of really, it's so stupid it's funny. But everything leading up to that is like, well, I don't really fucking care because I wanted to see some cars racing. We see him chasing... Tran and his boy on their motorcycles, but it's not even that great of a, of a chase scene, I don't think. The first chase scene with the cops was better. This chase scene was weak as fuck. Like, it just got worse and worse. I'm going to give this, for the first 35 minutes, I'll give this a total, and the stupid ending that made me laugh, a 13. I think that's being, gen- I think that's being right. generous, but I enjoyed the beginning enough to warrant, I'd say, a 13. I got enough enjoyment, and it, it made me laugh so hard when they got over then he flipped that car he flipped that car and i'm supposed to be like oh god and i started laughing i was like oh no is he gonna fucking does sorry i'm done what do you think what do you think about this chuck well did you uh do you think that other people should see this movie do you want to recommend it you want a stupid fucking kind of action movie that has mostly bad acting Uh, you got an hour and 47 minutes to kill and you like paul walker's face uh sure i guess but before before it got a hologram i just don't really care enough to try to recommend this so no i won't i've seen it twice now that's enough i'm good i'm sad to say i'll probably end up watching the second one at some point just to see what they do with this dumb bullshit but no not this one again and i will not be adding it to any collection so i rented this movie on amazon 
four dollars or something three dollars it's still making money it's still making money i can watch it for like another 24 hours or something congratulations i want i don't know <laughs> maybe two days 48 hours i don't think i'll watch it ever again oh no probably won't i can't guarantee anything sure i don't know the future but I don't know. This might actually be one of the worst Fast and Furious movies I've seen. And, and all I've heard is how that the Fast and the Furious, the first one's the best. The first one's the best. The first one's the best. I I would have liked this movie way better had they just not had the whole, like, the heist storyline. Or if they were just completely wrong with who it was. And they had, like, Paul Walker kind of in there investigating, and it just had nothing to do with any of those guys. I like that it's them. I just think they made the wrong decision having Paul Walker be like, I'm on your side, buddy. And then ending it right there. What I don't like is it just seems like we're supposed to be now, like, like, we're just like, all right, well, we're just going to be cool with these, like, criminals, like, for another nine. I minutes. guess that is the cliffhanger there, is the cop going, well, I'm buddies with this criminal now, what happens next? Because literally, he hands the keys over to Dom, Dom takes off, and we cut to credits. There's nothing after that. It's just like, hey, that's the happy ending for you. They didn't get hit by the train, and now they're family. No, yeah, it was pretty fucking stupid, if you ask Funny. me. Funny! is hell but definitely stupid yeah it just didn't seem to make sense to me like i that fucking ending just is aggravating (laughs) i mean like i can't say that i wasn't entertained while i was watching it though and i think that's where i'm just gonna come down straight down the line i'm gonna say this is a 25 randy quaid movie it i don't know man i i would say don't really watch this unless you want to know like the origins for the fast and the furious uh franchise i watched and i watched it's, Hobbs. it's a terrible origin movie. and that's the thing i watched Hobbs and shaw's the only other one i've seen the last one i didn't need this movie at all and that movie was way fucking better well that movie is so far different than this oh movie. i know they're in a different world entirely that one is an over-the-top well, like that one science fiction pre-walker death who gives i don't care i don't care i think they got so paul walker couldn't even be in it almost no one from the original storyline was anyone from the original movie in that i'm uh, pretty sure wasn't dominant was he? i think at the very end not a, not someone who was like a big character but did he have as much screen, no, did no, he have as much screen time as roman reigns well, I think that one had what uh, more uh, Jason Statham. It was all about the Rock and Jason Statham, which is hilarious because I think they both come into the series like around what like six or seven, five or something like Maybe. that. I think five is the Rock and Statham might come in like the next one. But I know like they show that Statham's the guy that like does all that shit in the Tokyo Drift movie. Like, his character is the one who did that. But apparently they're bringing back Han from the dead in this one, the next new one they got with John Cena. Who? They're bringing who back? So, Han, Who's... he's one of the characters later in the series. I don't know who the fuck Han is. Han wasn't in this one. <laughs> I'm just saying. I'm just saying, dude, like, this movie's not as good as some of the other ones. You know what You know what? one is way better than this? Tokyo Drift. Way better. I haven't seen it. I'm thinking about watching the whole franchise now and just, like, getting to know it. I got time. Oh, that's I got you. time. 
That's you're here. the one who wants to keep recording them. <laughs> I, well, I mean, we've already done five. Got to fucking do them all. Then now. hey, let's schedule number two because I need to watch it. Oh, sometime next year. That's a 2021 project. Too fast, too furious. You should release it on February second. Well, maybe, maybe not. It's just an idea, man. Well, I think we can all agree that you can catch all of our new episodes uh, on Apple Podcasts and FiftyRandyQuades.com. You can also follow us on the Twitter thing at 50 Randy Quades, and you can like our Facebook page if you'd like. It's just another spot where I post the podcast. You can comment there, too. And you can also, this fresh to death, ladies and gentlemen, call us at 1-900-50-RANDY-QUADES. Oh, yeah. It's only nine ninety nine a That's minute. That's it. And you get to talk to Jay Big. Oh, he'll be answering phone calls for the next 48 hours. Exclusive Jay Biggs White Chocolate Factory content for that ass. And he's not going to sleep at all. I don't remember the last time he slept, honestly. So it's going to be pretty wild once he starts picking up I that mean, phone. He might sleep in between uh, calls if he's got the time. If he's got the time. But it's going to cost he lives, him $4.99 a minute. He lives his life a quarter of a call at a time quarter of an hour at a time that's better yeah <laughs> but you know what we charge for your time 9.99 a minute yeah but only when you call one eight nine hundred one nine hundred fifty randy quits not when you listen because when you listen it's absolutely free oh it couldn't get gotta give some free it content. couldn't get more free than this we're giving it away 112 episodes worth plus bonus creek chat content and um there's always next time on 50 randy quades episode 113 world trade center so hashtag cage talk is back with a brand new 9-11 special you know it feels like it was just yesterday well it you know it was a long time ago we say hashtag never forget hashtag always remember never forget to always remember it's the third hashtag and uh you guys can see us there or not see us but you can hear us on our special i guess early broadcast four days early uh 9-11 the 9-11 episode world trade center Keep it classy. I, I, I hope and, and, and believe that we can and will keep it classy. I'm sure it will be. The cage is involved. Sure it has It's been. cage class. Sure it will be. Classy cage, baby. All we need to know. Until next time, we watch movies so you don't have to. Peace out. <laughs>